You're listening to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back to another episode of Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. Before we get started, let's take a moment to hear from the official sponsor of the Titans Time podcast, Jacob Patterson. This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans Time sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the southern middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans! It is time for NFL football. Tyler, did you ever think that we would be saying that earlier this offseason? It was up in the air, but I'm, it was very questionable. I'm glad that we are at this point. But it's time for it, and we've seen the Houston Texans and the Chiefs uh, play. And you know, how do you feel? the The Houston Texans don't look very good. Obviously, that probably makes you very happy. It does make me happy, but then again, I'm going off of everyone else's views on this because I was actually recovering from being sick, so. I was in bed and did not get to watch that game. Uh, But I've been hearing that the Texans' offensive line looked absolutely horrible, and that makes me feel good about seeing what Clowney, Vic Beasley, Harold Landry, Simmons, all those guys are going to be doing whenever we play them. Well, that makes you feel good uh, being a fan of a team that has probably the best pass rush in the NFL. It's debatable. You have to put them in that conversation now. I agree. You have they have to. Judavion Clowney, who's he opens up things for everyone else. I would, I mean, I would just say that probably the Titans have a really good chance of leading the NFL in sacks this season, and I'd put money on it. I can't disagree with you. I mean, I am so excited to see what this pass rush can do this year. You know. I was already pretty happy with the depth that we added, and I believe we kind of talked about this on our last YouTube video, which, by the way, if you haven't checked that out yet, go check out our YouTube, Titans Time Podcast, and you know, like the video, leave us some comments on it. But just adding Clowney to that mix of the pass rushers and all the attention that he's going to grab, it opens things up for everyone, and this defense is fixing to eat. I don't think it's one of those situations where when you add too many good guys, it eventually gets to the point where it's like, you know, you have too many. I think throwing him in there is like, it's the perfect thing that you could have done. Well, they can mix things up so much now with these guys that everyone can, you know, stay fully energized. Like they're not. Everyone can give their best snap every time they're on the field. Right. They're not going to be completely drained because you can swap these guys out and run so many different packages with them that, like you said, everyone's going to come in 100% for every play. So, I mean, it's it's time for football. We're going to see a heck of a lot of it on Sunday. We're going to see the best of it on Monday night during the second game. Let's say there's one game that I'm really wanting to one see. One game and one game only that is really of importance. And that, Other than the fact that division division games, we we can't have everyone lose because the Colts play the Jaguars, but 
I mean, in that situation, maybe the Jaguars win and give the Colts a loss because in the long run, the Jaguars aren't going to be a threat. Yeah, but what are the chances of that really happening? I mean, I don't know if you, I mean, the Colts offensive line is kind of banged up right now. And I mean, you know, they have a very mobile quarterback, so he's going to be able to get away from all that pressure. Uh, that being Phillip Rivers, he, he might get sacked a ton of times, which also might not happen because Yannick Ngakwe is no longer a part of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really, we can just sit here and see all of the AFC South start to fall apart around us. Hey, as long as we're staying at that top, you know, the top of it, I don't care about what happens with everyone else. But, you know, the game that I am focused on and so ready for is the Titans Insert the the Triple H. It's time to play the game. Uh, I'm ready for that game. I I want revenge for last year. I want to go there and just dominate. Well, um, you know, in our our YouTube video where we did our season predictions, I actually believe that I had them taking a loss on this one. Uh, Actually, we did that on the podcast with – Tyler Rowland, Tic Tac Titans. Um, we did that, the the season opener on that podcast rather than the YouTube video. And um, I gave you hell for that too. I understand that. And I'm going to backtrack on that now because uh, we're going to jump into the injury report here. And uh, I'm just going to give the rundown for the Denver Broncos. Mark Barron, Von Miller, and Cortland Sutton all did not practice uh, on Friday. And so... Von Miller and Cortland Sutton are the two names here that I'm looking at, and I'm like, you don't have those guys, and that's a big hit to your team. It is a big hit to their team, and I'm just going to be honest. I do not like seeing those guys out. Does it help our chances of winning the game even more? Yes, but as a Titans fan, I want the Titans to go to Denver and beat them when they are at full strength because – if they beat on when they're banged up, everything else, then you know the national media is just going to be saying, oh, well, they didn't beat them when they were 100%. Could they really have beat that Broncos team whenever, if they had Von Miller out there? And you know, I just, I don't want to hear that. But it it's football. Hey, Thing- Jeff Schwartz, bring it on, dude. I, I enjoy seeing the media criticism. Look. Things happen. You know, guys get injured. We had guys injured in the AFC Championship game last year. I mean, it is what it is. Would I rather beat this Denver team when they're at full strength? Yes. You know, are you going to enjoy thrashing them while their players are injured? Yes. (laughs) You know, hell yes. So, but obviously, wish a speedy recovery to Von Miller, Uh, Sutton. I think he. He's gotta throw out. that in there, right? He's got a shoulder injury, correct? Yeah, and, and I, obviously you hate to see any of these guys injured, right? You know, I I want to see them out there playing football. It is a little bit of a break for the Titans, especially you know Von Miller being out. But you know, like I said, it is what it is. You know, we have some guys on our side that are banged up. You know, they may not necessarily be the top guys. But they are guys that are good role players for us. So, kind of a rundown of the Titans uh, injury report. 
these are the guys that did not practice on Friday. That's Jamil Douglas, Derek Roberson, Vic Beasley, Dennis Kelly, and Roger Saffold. And then you have Darrington Evans and Adoree Jackson that were limited in practice. Uh, I believe both of them will be ready to go by game time. And as far as the did not practice guys, I'm going to say that Derek Roberson is probably the only one that's really in danger of not playing. They're probably still just trying to take it easy on his knee from where he hurt it. You know, you just you don't want to rush I'm a guy back I'm not updated quick. on the Jamil Douglas situation. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, I'm not really sure with that one either. Um, you know, another guy who was actually a full participant at practice today was Corey Davis. And he people was, were questionable about him. Right. And just so everyone knows, when we're saying, you know, he was a full participant today, we're talking about on Friday, um, September the 11th. Well, I've been using Friday, so you really need to get your facts straight. Well, just making sure they know, you know, we're keeping everything in line here. But he was limited on Thursday with a hamstring injury. And a lot of the times with a hamstring injury, one day you could be doing fine and the next day you could tweak it a little bit. And, you know, it's just, it's a hard injury to gauge. And I'm not sure where Vic Beasley's at. Where are we at on that? I still think he'll be ready for Monday. I've I mean, been I've been really busy the past few days, and it's been hard for me to keep up with all of this stuff. Uh, and so I'm kind of just going off the information that I that I have here in front of me right now. Um, but I, I mean, I hope he's ready to go. I, really I think do. he I think he will be, um, even if it's limited for the game. I mean, if we can get him out there along with these other guys like Clowney and Landry, just to give them maybe a snap or two break. You know, that's still better than nothing. So, those are the injury reports. Those are the guys that uh, I think Von Miller's most likely going to be out. Cortland Sutton, it's probably more questionable, but I would say there's a good possibility that he's either uh, like Bradley Chubb on a snap count or completely out. And so, that's not good for the Denver Broncos. And honestly, that changes my whole perception on this thing and I think it's going to be really surprising if the Titans don't come out of there with a win well now I have to put you back on the spot because it sounds like the only reason you're changing your prediction for that game is because those guys are hurt if they were healthy and were going to be out there now that the Titans have all of their pieces in place do you still think Denver would have won that No, game? Uh, with all the pieces in place, I don't think so. It would have been much closer, but the Titans would have won. Um, now, when we did record that podcast at that time, there were still some things that, in my mind, were huge questions for the team. And the way it stood, uh, at that point in time, the Denver Broncos had a much, much better – I don't even know if that's a phrase, but the Broncos had their team put together – a lot better than the Titans did uh, in that moment. And honestly, now I'm looking at the Titans and they're a lot better than the, uh, maybe not a lot, but with the way the injuries are going right now, a lot better than the Broncos. I'm still from day one. I had the Titans winning this game and I think they're going to come out of Denver with a win. Well, and I mean, at that moment in time, I didn't know what Khalif Raymond was going to be. I think he's, 
capable of being a big contributor if given the opportunity. Didn't know what was going to happen with Jadavion Clowney. Uh, and to me, there was just a lot of questions, you know. And so, and the Titans always come out flat at the beginning of the year. So that was my thought process back then. That's why I thought the way that I did. All right. I was just wanting to see, you know, make sure that you are all in on the Titans and it's not just because now, that Denver hey, has hey, injuries. Just because they have to lose a game at some point, right? It's not very likely they go 16 and 0. So just because that I'm in the past, what was that, two months ago, saying that a team might beat the Titans doesn't mean I'm not all in. I could even a week. I was talking about this moment right here where you said that you were going to I'm all in on the Titans beating the Broncos on Monday night. Now we may get down the road in another game and yes, I might pick another team over the Titans. Sorry, sue me. Okay. Look well, well, don't get defensive now. The reason I was asking that again was because you were mentioning with the injuries that Denver had. I was just making sure that you weren't giving the Titans the win on this just because of those injuries no absolutely not i think that the titans have had a strong end to the off season and that pushed them past the denver broncos and i mean it's not necessarily that i didn't think they were past them anyways but okay so here's my thing the titans get a always get off to a slow start to the season always plus they're going to denver early in the season in a season where we didn't have a preseason for them to get into better shape, good conditioning. It, I mean, there's a reason that it's mile high. There's no doubt that the that's atmos- an advantage for Denver. The atmosphere is going to be tough. I mean, it it is what it is. Like you said, there was no preseason. These guys weren't able to get out there and go against other teams to get their conditioning even better, but. Still, when it comes down to Denver absolutely demolishes teams at at home games early in the season. They just do. It's it's tough to play. The one thing that we have going for us is that I don't know how Denver's thing is, but their their you know, their whole COVID thing with uh fans and stuff, but it's not gonna be a full stadium. That's really one thing that we have going for us. But I mean, still, it's going to be hard. COVID doesn't stop the air from being hard to breathe. That's true. Well, I don't know. Uh, it, well, okay, maybe that, that <laughs> might, was... Might want to rephrase that. that. <laughs> it, it could potentially do that, I guess. But one thing we have going for us also is the fact that at the end of last year, our offense was clicking on all cylinders. and We, we got to pick up from that. We, we brought Pick up right where we left off. We brought pretty much everyone back. So I think this offense is going to keep clicking. And I don't know if Denver's offense can keep up with that. So as Tyler Rowland said, through lock being good, it's not a lock. I mean seriously, he's only played like a few games people are like this guy is he's going to be Denver's next Peyton Manning. I don't know about it. I don't know. Well, I mean, their defense has to stop A.J. Brown, John U. Smith. Derek Henry. Derek Henry, who, granted, as the season goes on, that's when he gets better. 
But, you know, the Broncos, every NFL team did not have a chance to play preseason games. I mean, that that's how it is. So now your first game at, for the defense, you're asked to go in and tackle this beast coming out of the backfield of that is Derrick Henry. I mean, he's going to get stronger as the game goes on. The only thing they could hope for is and that... And they're going to the, get weaker. Right, the only thing they can hope for is that thin air up there can maybe slow him down. But Are you serious? Have no, you seen I, his workout videos? That's what I'm saying. There's that, absolutely no chance that that happens. That's the only thing they could hope for. But I don't see it happening. I mean, he's putting out videos where it, it looks like he is running with a medicine ball up a sand dune in the Sahara Desert. It's going to be rough That for beats running down a, a field in Denver. It's going to be rough for Denver. It's going to be really bad. So, now uh, we're going to get into our keys to the game. We're both going to give uh, one key, one key to the game that we think that the, the Titans absolutely have to make sure of. Uh, and then we're going to get into our bold predictions. We'll each give one. And then we're going to get into, uh, well, I mean, we're going to answer questions or a question from fan, from a fan uh, to, to end the show. So, uh, let's get into our keys. Tyler, what is your key to the game? What do the Titans absolutely have to do to make sure that they have the edge over the Denver Broncos? I'm going to take some words from uh, Taylor Lewan and say run left. But uh, not my main key to the game for them that I really want to see them execute is getting after Drew Locke. I want to see them I want to see him in the dirt as much as possible. Even if it's not a sack, I want to see him down on the ground just getting tired of getting beat up. Like I want to see that this pass rush is what gonna, we think it is. Right. That's my key to the game is getting after the quarterback and just blowing plays up in the backfield. So Titans have got to make sure that they're getting back there, putting pressure, not necessarily even getting sacks, but getting back there and putting pressure on Drew Locke to make the young quarterback get a little shaky in the backfield. Right, because that's when mistakes are going to happen. So my key to the game is, and this is this is the Titans thing, you know, and they went away from it, I feel like, in the last game uh, – that they played, which of course was AFC championship against the Kansas city chiefs Uh, for the Titans, you know, no matter what stage the game is in the run sets up the pass. So my key to the game is don't abandon the run. Keep it going. You have Derek Henry. You gave him all that money for a reason. I know you gave a lot of money to Ryan Tannehill, but do you know what you gave it to him for to be good enough to keep defenders out of the box how do you do that well Ryan Tannehill I feel like has a specialty and that specialty is play action passes where he fakes it to Derrick Henry and just throws an absolute laser it doesn't have to be necessarily deep but something to AJ Brown to somebody and I mean I'm not saying that Ryan Tannehill is not a good quarterback in other situations he's I think he's really good I think that he was overlooked in Miami, and he didn't quite get the opportunities that he needed, and maybe that hurt him a little bit. Um, I think he's going to have a successful 
Uh, he's going to finish out this contract with the Titans successfully, and hopefully he's still got some left in the tank after that because I really like the guy. Um, but just run the ball and don't go away from the run. Well, when you have a quarterback and a running back that can feed off of each other like that, where you're not just putting it on one or the other to lead your team, it helps your offense out so much. Like you said with the play action, if teams have to respect Derrick Henry so much that they're loading up the box, then Tannehill can fake the handoff and, you know, we've seen him beat the Ravens deep going to Khalif Raymond. But also, like you said, it doesn't have to On be On a that play deep. action play that was just beautiful. It doesn't have to be that deep ball. It could just be someone coming across the middle that is open because, you know, a linebacker come down falling for the, the play action. But then after you burn them with some passes, they have to stay back. Can't load the box up. And that's when Derrick Henry is getting to that second and third level and turning defensive backs into his lead blocker. Yeah. I mean, and I agree with you. You know, they need to make sure that they stick with the run. You know, I'm I'm tired of hearing people say that, oh, the Chiefs, uh, they stopped Derrick Henry. They stopped Derrick Henry. No, no, they didn't. The Titans went away from the run game in the second half. If they would have kept feeding Derrick Henry the ball, I believe they could have got back into that game. Don't say that the Chiefs stopped him. If the Chiefs were able to stop him, they would have stopped him in the regular season whenever he went for over 150 yards. I mean, it is what it is. I agree with you there. But while Tyler's head's cooling off and some of the steam is starting to roll off, we're going to move into our bold predictions. Um, And my bold prediction is, of course, it goes along with my, my key to the game. Uh, I think that Derrick Henry is going to come out and he is going to have 150 yards and two touchdowns at least. 150 plus yards, two plus touchdowns uh, in this season opener. And that's going to be a tough thing to do in in Denver early in the season. But I think he, that he's in I think he's in such good shape right now and maybe maybe Denver's been slacking a little bit. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with him, but I think he's just going to run all over them and have a really, really good first game this season. How bold are we wanting to go with these predictions? As bold as you want. I don't I don't know. All right, I mean, well, I'm going to stick with the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to say that in this game, the Titans' pass rush ends up with, I'm going to say – Six total sacks, and the Titans' defense is wow. is going to force three turnovers. Wow! So we're going to feel pretty good if our bold predictions come correct. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I think throughout the I'm season, going pretty bold with that. I think throughout the season, we're going to have a lot of really, really bold predictions before these games, and we'll probably be lucky. For one of them to come true. Maybe we'll get lucky and all of them will come true, though. Okay, that's the situation where, going back to what I said earlier, the Titans would go 16-0. and And, you know, I mean, that would that would be one situation where that, wow, that would be likely to happen. But other than that, it's not likely to happen. So there's 
a good chance that some of these predictions, uh, some of these score predictions, game predictions, we're going to have to go against the Titans. You don't have to, but you're not going to get all of them right. Well, when we predicted likely. our records for them, I had, I said that I believe the Titans would either be 11 and five or 12 and four. So, I mean, I have them losing a couple of games here and there, but you know, not many. All right, now let's move into our question. Uh, it's from Levi and Tyler. What did Levi ask? Levi asked how many sacks we believe that Jarrell Casey is going to have on Ryan Tannehill. So, Levi, thank you for asking the question. We uh, we enjoy answering them and hope that we can get some more from some other fans. So uh, anyone that's listening, if you do have some questions to ask us, make sure that you do that. And I just um, want to say right quick, Levi, keep the questions coming, you know. Yeah, you're giving enjoy, us you're giving us some things them. to think about here. So absolutely, and uh, we love the interaction. Uh, for anyone that uh, does want to ask a question here at the end of the show, after we answer this question, we're going to give our social media and some other ways that you can ask uh, your questions. Uh, but for Levi, Jarrell Casey, I don't think he's going to get any sacks uh, against Ryan Tannehill, and I'll tell you why after Tyler, um, you answer the question. I believe he's going to have one sack. One sack on Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's going to get any. And, you know, here's why. Yeah, he's – Jarrell Casey's got all this talk about how – and I, I love Jarrell Casey, and I, I really thank him for his time with the Titans. He was a great player and gave a lot to the organization. Um, whether or not you agree with the way things went down about how they traded him away and stuff – you know, it's, it's, it's whatever, um, it's business. And, you know, he's got all this talk about how, well, I'm going to tell them all the secrets and all this basically dumbed down. That's what he has come out and said. Well, what's to say that the Titans don't know more secrets about Jarrell Casey, about how to keep him away from the quarterback. He, and he's getting older. He's losing some steps. That's exactly why. They traded him away because we've got somebody, Jeffrey Simmons, who is going to be a star. And I'm super excited to see him here in this first game. I think he's going to be fantastic and blow people away this season. But, I mean, I really think that the Titans are going to have more info on Jarrell Casey than he can give the Broncos about the Titans. And I think that it's just going to help keep him away from the quarterback, especially if they're not having to put a lot of focus on Von Miller. I can see your points there. The reason I say that he's going to have one is because he's been against these guys in practice over the past couple of years. You know, he's went against them. You know, obviously they've went against him as well. And they've all learned each other's techniques and little tricks, things like that. But every now and then, someone gets the better of the other one. And I think there could be one time in that game where Jarrell Casey gets the better of whichever Titans lineman is going to be blocking him, and he gets a sack. I I mean, I think it can happen. So that's why I think he will get to him one time. He will get one sack. You know, he may have a couple more QB pressures, but as far as actually recording the sack, I think it's just going to be one. 
I'm really confident in my answer, and I don't think he's going to get. I don't think he's going to get to Tannehill at all. Well, like you said, it helps out that Von Miller is going to be out mm-hmm. because now the Titans' offensive line has one less person, one less star that they really have to worry about trying to block. But you know, I'm pretty confident in my answer too. I mean, I hope he doesn't sack him any at all, but. I think there is going to be that one time where he is able to get to him. Well, I guess we'll just have to see when the game gets here. And uh, then, of course, after the game, uh, potentially Tuesday, Wednesday, not sure when it'll be yet, uh, we'll be uploading our sort of reaction video or whatever. You know, Tyler and I, we're, we've decided this season, and we did a little bit last season, but after the games, uh, just, you know, we're just going to kind of get together and talk and make some notes about you know, what we saw and some things that, you know, the team might need to improve on or do differently next time. And of course, you know, we're not the coaches or anything. So a lot of our stuff may be wrong. I don't know how much stock you would might want to take in it, but just going to get, get together, talk about the game and kind of see where our minds are. And so I think you guys will enjoy it. So check out our YouTube channel. Uh, that's Titans time podcast. Also check us out on Twitter, Titans underscore time, our Instagram Titans time podcast, and our website, TitansTownPodcast.com. If you want to ask some questions to get answered on the show, you can do that on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you can even do that uh, through the reviews on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app that allows you to leave a review. So do that if you would. You can also find us on Facebook uh, at Titans Time. Send us some questions on there. We'll make sure to uh, include them in the podcast. And guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that five-star rating and leave us some comments. Let us know how we're doing. Ask us some que- Ask us some questions. You know, we'll get them on the show. We look at that stuff every day. We're always looking for new questions and, you know, the content that y'all want us to cover. It's not Titans time if we don't fumble over our words at least a couple times. You know how it is. This has been Titans time, and as always, tighten up.